This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. On this week's show, Eternals holds down the box office, we discuss Disney Plus Day, and we are reviewing Marvel's Eternals. We're on episode 104. Here we are. Yes, we are. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you on this fine Sunday evening I'm recording good. session? I'm good. I feel like we haven't talked in a while. Yeah, I feel like it's been a bit. So, yeah. We didn't even talk much like pre, pre-show pre here. So, no, no. We just... Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we had an idea be, of what we're doing, but we're kind of winging it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to wing it. This is going to be genuine conversation here. I like it. It's my um, favorite type yeah. of stuff. Definitely. Um, so, what have you been up to this week? Let's let's catch up a little bit. Yeah. Any recommendations? Um, you know, I was I was actually going to show off, and I forgot to bring it down uh, with me. But I got a, the uh, and I I put this on social. So if you follow me, or if you're in Discord with us, um, you've seen this. But I got a new uh, edition of Lord of the Rings, and I've been reading through that, and just I I love that. that I think that's actually I think that's my favorite book. You know. Um, Lord of the Rings. Can't argue with that. Love it. And mm-hmm. uh, this edition is uh, it contains illustrations by Tolkien. Uh, so you know, kind of stuff that he doodled as he was, uh, you know, coming up with all this stuff. Uh, um, he, some of his illustrations were included in the Hobbit. He actually never really felt like he was a really great illustrator, which is kind of wild when you see some of the stuff that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was uh, I don't, I, I, I think it's probably fair to say he, he was a little self-conscious about his drawing. Um, but there's some really cool stuff in the, in this. Uh, there's like 30-some-odd illustrations, and then it comes with a couple maps that were drawn by Christopher Tolkien, his son. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just a beautiful book. And, you know, the side is... Um, I don't know what they call it, but it, it, the side has like a, has like a painted, uh, you know, the... Uh, script that's on the ring um and i don't know what they what that process is called where they put something on the side of the book you know i know like there's gold leaf when it's gold color around but this is a red color and um then it has the the elvish uh script the one ring script that's cool so uh really nice black binding on it and then the illustrations just make it a lot of fun so i've been uh reading through that i've gotten through book one of six uh because you know each book is divided into two books and mm-hmm. uh so i am i don't know what was that like 18 percent through i guess <laughs> out of a yeah. thousand pages so yeah we're getting there uh but I, I i love lord of the rings and i've been really enjoying getting this new edition is kind of like uh like yeah, it kind of like reignited my passion for it again you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I haven't read it in a while, and 
this is this be my third time through the trilogy. Uh, so I haven't read it in a number of years the whole way through and uh, kind of reignited my, my desire to do that again. So I have to say I'm impressed, man. That That's impressive. Like reading through Lord of the Rings three times. I, I, I love it. Uh, I be, love it. <laughs> I'm just going to be full transparency here. Full disclosure. I didn't get through it once. No, I understand. Um, you I, know, yeah. It's there's a lot to it and and there's, i there's. you know i love 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 the movies i think it's mm-hmm. the greatest trilogy of all time um Great. in my opinion and i think at some point either when i retire or when i finish dune <laughs> whichever comes first i'm not sure at this point um I'll, I'll have to read it i got another i got another suggestion for you though okay uh you know how we talked about uh last year andy circus did the hobbit audiobooks mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's got all three Lord of the Rings now. See, uh, I could just I came could out. listen to that on my way to and from work. And, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it might take you all a year because that's probably a good right, but- <laughs> sixty to seventy hours of listening. <laughs> I, I have um, plenty of travel time. There, that's so. true. That's true. But yeah. yeah, you you could listen to Andy Circus reading you. Uh, that that might, might be the way to go then. Yeah, uh, his his Hobbit was pretty incredible. So. I haven't I yeah. haven't listened to those yet. I want to get them. Haven't picked them up yet, but that might be a good way to go. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Uh, I yeah. think I might have to do that. And um, for me, you know, you know, Adam, how I li- usually like to sneak a few different recommendations oh, yeah. in. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to do that again today because I have to make this up is my for surprise lost face. time. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, he is just <laughs> not surprised at all. Um, <laughs> No, but, I love you know, it. I, I figure it. we we missed a week, so I need to make up for that, right? Yeah, I, I agree. So I figure. So, um, Brittany and I have been watching American Rust on Showtime, and and it's it's okay. a really good show. It, it it's a slow burn, but it's 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 good. And the reason we had been watching it is because they filmed a scene, um, right in our plaza down the road, um, in okay. that area. And didn't know that. So we've been. Yeah, so we've been watching it to see if that scene even made it was that, into the was that Final Westgate, cut. the the plaza, the theater plaza. Yeah, in, in the Ooh, Westgate Plaza. Okay. Yeah, and so we're you know we're watching the whole series and everything, and and luckily it was good enough to keep watching. I mean, I think Jeff Daniels is tremendous. Oh in, yeah, Jeff it's an interesting is awesome. show. Um, it's definitely dark and gritty. Um, okay. but finally in episode seven, you know. Brittany almost like spit her food out and was like, "Hey, hey, hey, <laughs> that's 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 us right there." And um, you see one of the side characters kind of walking down the the street there and walking. It's literally the less than a mile from your house, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and I cool. have no idea why they used this particular area to film this scene, but um, but it was kind of cool to see that you it's know in episode a, seven. It's happened a couple times, like in that general area, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I forget what the other thing that happened there was, but there was someone. It was like, was it a Tom Hanks or something like that? Was here? This was years Might and years ago. Yeah, but it, yeah, it so. is kind of an odd place to. Yeah, it was just weird, but filmed, very yeah. cool. At the same time, yeah. Um, and then I I have to recommend Shang Chi, which is now on Disney Plus, and it debuted on Disney Plus Day, and I just think it it is just a fantastic film. Um, and I could name a bunch of reasons why I think it is just so much better than Eternals was, which we're going to get into later. Spoiler (laughs) warning there on my thoughts on Eternals. But, um, 
Yeah, I think Shang-Chi just really nailed yeah. introducing the character, this world. It's kind of like this fantastical world that we end up getting to by the midway through the film. And um, I really loved the main character and, and how he was portrayed. I thought that he was just excellent to watch. Um, the action, the kung fu, everything was like top notch. And um, yeah, and the comedy was was pretty good for the most part. Um as well so yeah i gotta recommend shang chi but it would also be hard for me not to mention that i just got done watching ghostbusters with the family it's a three for um, yeah i told you <laughs> <laughs> and um the original ghostbusters if you're getting ready for afterlife i i would you got to watch the original ghostbusters one and two if you can but i really think the the kind of gozer storyline is going to play into afterlife i have a feeling um that that's going to happen so nice, yeah those nice. are my just three today all right well i'm actually going to sneak in a second one then um okay i started rewatching. i i have watched you know just episodes of this here and there uh but i started re-watching the simpsons on disney plus and this mm-hmm. is the first time i've really sat down to actually really rewatch it since becoming a dad and I got to say, I think it's funnier after becoming a dad, you know, I, I, th- I think Homer is funnier, uh, you know, when you have that dad experience. So, yeah, um, yeah, there's just some things, you know, just some little like one liners that are tossed in there that I just laugh at, you know, because kind of know how that feels now. And before it was just like, you know, this silly cartoon comedy, but now. There's some relatable stuff in it, right? <laughs> so, mm-hmm, uh, so mm-hmm. I've I've actually been having a lot of fun uh, rewatching The Simpsons. I'm on season five, I think. So, um, so yeah, there's my second. Excellent. Um, so, Adam, you mentioned Lord of the Rings, and normally this would be the time we would do our one question to rule them all. But um, I think it's going to be better placed after we talk about the news. So I let's agree. let's hit the let's hit the news thing for now. Tomorrow morning, Spider-Man, page one, with a decent picture this time. Move Conway to page seven. There's a problem with page seven. I make it page eight and give him 10% off. Okay. I make it 5%. I can't be done. Get out of here! So, in our weekly box office update here, um, this past weekend, Eternals um, kind of held up at the domestic box office, earning $27.4 million, which was a 62% drop in its second week of release. Um, but it did hold off, um, Clifford, the big red dog, which, um, raked in, in the article here says gobbled up, um, 20 million that I'm looking at here, gobbled up 20 million over its first five days. Um, wait, what gobbled up 20 million? Clifford, the big red dog. Oh, I see. Okay. Over it's over the the first five days. So that wouldn't be just the weekend, but, um, I think, I think it made good for the Eternals, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, Eternals was at <laughs> 27.5 million and Clifford 16.4 million. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Good for them. Um, in other news, I actually did watch office, Clifford with the family, by the way. Yeah. And uh, it's, you said you enjoyed it. I mean, well, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's not, it's not terrible. Uh, and, yeah. and you know it's it's good for uh, uh, 
you know, like a family movie night with young kids, I think. And, sure. uh, you know, it, it, it's pretty, like, on par for those, like, live action mashup type things, uh, CGI mashup type things. So, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I guess I know what your opinion on Eternals is when we get there. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other box office news, Venom, Let There Be Carnage um, became the second movie during the pandemic era to cross $200 million at the domestic box office. The only other film to do that was Shang-Chi, which I mentioned earlier. Um, I got to be honest, I don't get the whole Venom thing being as popular as it is. That's that's one thing that just I'm I mean, I like don't get me wrong. I liked the first Venom, but I wasn't really excited to see the second one. I wasn't you know, I, I still didn't haven't see seen it. the second one, actually. Um. I I mean, it's surprising to me, actually. It's just maybe it's one of those movies that like Fast and the Furious um, that I just don't get why it makes so much money. But um, I don't know. I, just, I, I think it's a lot to do with the character. You know, Venom is a really mm-hmm. popular comic character. Kind of the, that could be, you know, the antihero type thing, you know, really, uh, really popular for that reason. So I think maybe that carries it through a lot of stuff. Like I, I didn't really love the first movie. I, I, like I thought it was OK. Didn't really love it. Mm-hmm absolutely despise that theme song <laughs> um yeah the the eminem one um uh-huh. but and, and like i still haven't seen the second one and i feel like i probably need to i hear there's some interesting things in there uh you know for possibilities coming up but i don't know i i i think it's probably held afloat just by the name venom yeah that could be um and looking towards this weekend's box office um any estimates, Adam? How do you think Ghostbusters Afterlife is going to do? Any predictions? Uh, man, I'm really bad at predicting box office numbers. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be pretty easy. Number one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping for like a fifty to sixty million opening weekend. Yeah, I mean, um, I wasn't really great at predicting that before, but now I, I, I just have no idea what to say anymore with box yeah, office it, numbers. It's, it's hard to predict in in at this point in time, like you said. Um, but Ghostbusters, you know, man, there's a lot of Ghostbusters fans out there, and it, 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 I think it reaches a broad audience. I would hope that it would it would make a good amount. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm hoping my estimate is e- is even low, but I don't know. We'll find out. Yep. But um, moving on from the, the box office, we're gonna talk a lot about Disney Plus Day. And there was a lot that that happened on Disney Plus Day um, that that kind of came from that. First of all, there was a lot of new titles and content that was released on Disney Plus on Disney Plus Day, including Shang Chi um, and Jungle Cruise, and you know a, a, a lot of other stuff too um, that came out there. We had um, Olaf Presents, Home Sweet Home Alone, Frozen Fever. <laughs> Watch that too. That. <laughs> Home sweet home alone. You watched it? Yeah. Was it was it no decent or no no bad? I, I yeah I figured it'd be bad. Um, I I actually I think it does enough to set it apart from the original Home Alone so that it's you know it, it's its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not very good. <laughs> yeah, it's just not something I'm interested in seeing. Right. You know. Um. We also had Tangled Ever After, uh, Chow uh, in, Alberto. Did you say, uh, Chow Alberto, did you watch that? I know Sydney did. I, I love that. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think I, that was I, really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed. Um, what's the Luca. movie called? Luca. Yeah, I thought that was good. So yeah, this I'm, is I'm a this is a really good short. Really good short. Right. In addition to the content that was released, we also uh, did, got. Did you mention Enchanted? I did. Okay. No, I did not. <laughs> actually, <laughs> uh, Enchanted is finally on Disney Plus. By the way, I was watching that with Enchanted, my daughter tonight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there, there was there was some news and announcements. We we had the Obi Wan Kenobi, um, kind of a, a exclusive look, I guess, is what they're calling it with. Um, Ewan McGregor and Deborah Chow. We're going to talk a little bit more detail about that later. Um, we got the, I think it's, is it behind the helmet? Under the helmet. Under the, hel- under the helmet. Um, the, about um, Boba Fett, kind of the history of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there were a ton of Marvel announcements and first looks, including um, X-Men 97, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel, Agatha, House of Harkness. Um, Let's see, Secret Invasion, I Am Groot, What If Season 2, a, a lot of stuff. And Pixar got a couple things. Um, Tiana is going to be a long-form musical yeah, series. Pixar had some had an interesting thing I want to highlight there um, before we move mm-hmm. on to like the Disney stuff. But uh, Win or Lose looks pretty interesting to me. That's a, a TV yeah. series about a high school, uh, a middle school softball coach. Um, it says that each episode follows a different character in the run-up to a big championship game. So that sounds pretty interesting. Uh, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that. Uh, but then, like I said, Disney had some stuff, too. Them. Tiana that you already mentioned I thought was uh, really interesting. I'm actually very much looking forward to that. Yeah, um, so that'll be interesting. Zootopia Plus um, is yeah, another series. a short-form series mm-hmm. coming in 2022. Cars on the Road. Um, which is another animated series mm-hmm. that's actually going to feature Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy um, voicing Lightning McQueen and Mater. And, um, yeah, so there was... Baymax there was is another interesting Baymax. thing coming out. Uh, Pinocchio mm-hmm. is a uh, live-action retelling of, you know, Pinocchio. Uh, yeah. But that's going to be directed by Robert Zemeckis, starring Tom Hanks, uh, Cynthia Erivo, and Luke Evans. Uh, and that's actually coming next fall. Um, I noticed, I can't help but say, that I, you didn't mention anything about Sneakerella. I didn't. No, that's Why? that just snuck past me. That oh, was my not- God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stopping this recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that one. Uh, um, Disenchanted but, is another one uh, we haven't mentioned yet. That's the kind of the uh, sequel follow up to Enchanted, uh, which mm-hmm. looks interesting. Uh, Rescue Rangers is you know another one of those live action CGI mashups uh, that's coming. You got a little bit a little bit more details there. It actually had a, a neat little teaser poster, and if you uh, if you look closely at the teaser poster, there's actually uh, uh, Spencer in our Discord. Uh, server alerted me to this. Uh, there's a cool little uh, possible hint at something else in that in that poster. Uh, if you look pretty close at some of the text there, which is neat. Uh, we got some more information about Willow, uh, mm-hmm. including mm-hmm. A, a little cast, real cast. yeah, cast reveal, uh, sizzle video type thing. Uh, it's actually pretty funny. I thought. <laughs> 
Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty uh, pretty interested in Spiderwick uh, Chronicles. I think that has potential to be something uh, that could, you know, be a lot of fun to follow along. I haven't read those books, um, uh-huh. but I know they're quite popular, and you know, some type of you know longer form show, you know, that type of thing could be very, uh, very good, and very successful. So, yeah, so cool stuff. Disney Plus, Disney Plus Day was pretty packed. Yeah, it was honestly, it, it it was a lot of stuff, and yeah. a lot of stuff to be really excited about. Right now, I and and I understand that I was one of the Star Wars fans that was a little bit disappointed. I mean, I I, I, I was a lot like, disappointed. You know, I'm just gonna be honest. I was a lot disappointed, and I'll go ahead and keep talking. You you say yours, and then I'll I'll rip <laughs> into them a little bit. Well, um. First of all, I just want to say that I I I, I liked the information that we did get about Obi One that we got some um you know some art, concept art and it revealed a little bit um maybe more than than we knew going in um you know we we kind of knew that Obi One and Vader were going to clash again. I'm not sure how I feel about that by the way. I feel great about it. Really? I mean, I, do you? Okay, so here's I'm something excited where we're a little different it. on that. Yeah, like I I want to see that and I don't think it messes with canon or anything in my opinion. Um and you know, I I think if you're doing an Obi-Wan series, you you got to have Vader/Anakin slash Anakin in there in some way. I, I mean, how could I I think I just how could you I not? agree with that. Um, I agree with mm-hmm. that. I, I having them physically confront each other again. No, I don't know. Um I feel like that first meeting in A New Hope is more powerful without them having actually actually seen each other you know for that Mm -hmm. for that many years i mean it doesn't i don't think it necessarily makes any type of continuity errors like you said but i do think that i do think that it's implied in a new hope that they haven't seen each other you know since mustafar and like i feel like adding a conflict in between there you know just makes you have to wrap your head around something else you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I feel like i feel like they already ask us to do enough you know um problem solving story-wise on our own and i feel like that just adds another thing yeah i mean i guess the reason i really like it is because you know i mean yeah we got obi-wan versus anakin and in revenge of the sith and but as far as like vader versus kenobi like what we got in a new hope was there these two <laughs> like an old guy and like a yeah half a robot fight like and and it wasn't a thrilling duel um so i would love i'd love to see what they can do with vader versus obi-wan like right now you know what i mean like i'm 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 here for it so yeah I, I fair enough it. we just have a different point of view on it yeah yeah You're maybe wrong. they can You're make dumb. us believe in the story side of it um <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I said you're wrong and you're dumb. But fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that you just don't even fire back. It's, it's just, okay. No, I just accept it. <laughs> um, but some of the other concept art is interesting to me because, and in, in in the thing we the video we got, there was mention of like Jedi hunters, and mm-hmm. specifically, it looks like there's a. Maybe the second sister or some, yeah, some, some type, type of, of inquisitor there, yeah. Inquisitor, 
um, which I think is an interesting part of this. Like maybe we're going to see some of that. And it, it looks like there's various planets that we'll be traveling to in the series too, because, you know, I mean, there was this idea of, are we going to see a lot of Obi-Wan just kind of isolated on Tatooine? And, and, and while in a way you could make that work a little bit, I think it's going to be more interesting to see, you know, other planets in, in the galaxy at this point in time. Yeah, I'm a little different on that one, too. I, I, I kind of mm. like him having spent his whole exile on Tatooine. But I also get that it's hard to keep him there for an entire series and keep it. I don't want to say interesting, but I mean, keep it mm-hmm. so that it's, you know, something a little more fresh to look at every episode, I guess. Right. So, yeah. So we got a little bit of, of, of new information through the concept art. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, so while we didn't get a trailer, um, we did get some information. Um, yeah. And then continuing in Star Wars, we got the under the helmet. Yes. Um, legacy of Boba Fett thing, which I enjoyed watching it. Um you know, I thought it was interesting to see the origins of this character. Originally, I didn't know this, that it, it was like a, he was kind of a white trooper design, like it was going to yeah, be like the, the next yeah, right. generation of stormtrooper. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of for budgetary reasons, they had to go with just a, a bounty hunter. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and I liked, and we got to look at like different actors that have portrayed the character, um, you know, whether it's you know, voice acting or actually live action. And, mm-hmm. and, and that was interesting. And then seeing it lead into the book of Boba Fett, it got me a little bit more excited for the book of Boba Fett, which I wasn't like super amped up for, but now I'm more excited about it. I'll say that. Yeah. And it, it was, it was a really good documentary. Um, it was very interesting, uh, good information. Um, but yeah, uh, I, How, I however, however, <laughs> seeing what Marvel did, um, Exactly. There's no I, question. I, I want to add one more thing Star before Wars we jump was... into Marvel. Star Wars mm-hmm. did do uh, the, the surprise um, theater screenings. Uh, yeah. You know, where yeah. you, know, you kind of show up to a theater, you don't know what Star Wars movie you're going to see, but you know you're going to see one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems like it was Rogue One. Um, yeah. I don't know what yeah. that has to do with anything Disney Plus, but I mean, it is kind of cool that that's something that they did. You know, you don't know, mm-hmm. you don't get to see Star Wars in theaters now for. Who knows when? Um, right. You know, with uh, I don't think we ever talked about this on the show with the old Patty Jenkins thing. Mm-hmm. I think that happened last week when we were off. Yeah. So I mean, it is kind of cool that they offered that chance to fans. Uh, is another little thing that they did. But I agree. Like you said, but take it over. But yeah, I mean, we didn't we didn't get for Star Wars what Marvel did, and you know that. And it makes me wonder, like, why didn't they just save the Book of Boba Fett trailer for Disney Plus Day? You would and think. It leads me to another line of questioning. <laughs> Are they <laughs> trying to save stuff for Star Wars Celebration, which isn't until April? Um, you know, what, what's the what's the deal? You know, we know we, we have these series that are that are filming and are in production. And why aren't we getting looks at these? Are they, are they saving it? You know, I don't know. Um, but it was a little bit baffling. Uh, a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. so here, here, since you mentioned Marvel, here, here's my thoughts on on this, and this is why I'm, I, I was, I was extremely disappointed with Lucasfilm on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really keep it quiet. I, I, I said some stuff on Twitter, and I, uh, 
I don't really regret it. You know, it, it was yeah. kind of cathartic. I felt good to get my frustrations <laughs> out there. Uh, it's, it, Marvel didn't really, they, they showed a, a bunch of, you know, kind of cool new things that we didn't know about. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. the, like X-Men 97, which by the way, that's my favorite announcement of the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, being a big, I thought it might be. Yeah. That, that blew me, uh, blew me away. I wasn't expecting that at all. And I uh, love that. So, they did show off some new stuff, okay? But they also showed off a lot of stuff that we already knew about, okay? Mm-hmm. They had a lot yeah, of title screens fair. in there. And mm-hmm. what they did is they still put together a 15-minute thing on Disney+. Plus. You know, I thought it was a really nice presentation. Yeah, and they did Disney something Plus. like that. Like, it's I, really cool. And Lucasfilm yeah. did nothing. <laughs> like, no, basically nothing. I mean... And even the Kenobi thing is a year old, and granted, the public hasn't really seen it. That was something from right. that came out of uh, like an investor's call or something a year ago. Um, you know, so really, the only new thing that they did was the was the documentary. Okay, a twenty minute documentary is, is it? Yeah, uh, you know, no titles, <laughs> no dates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you, you could do something like a concept art for Andor. You could put out something for that. You know, that's coming. Could have been a behind-the-scenes look at it again, or a teaser, yeah, or something. Something. You know, something. Like, yeah. And there was re- there was really nothing. And it, I I don't know. Like you said, there's celebration. Um, there's uh, there's D twenty three. D twenty three. I I don't know if they're waiting for that type of stuff. Uh. And there's also what is is what's that called? Uh, it, it, it's not the big D twenty three. There's a smaller uh, destination D twenty three that's coming up like kind of soon. So yeah. maybe they're thinking something like that for destination D twenty three. I don't know. It's it just feels like to it, it felt like Friday was supposed to be the big day, but it it, it was disappointing for me. It was really disappointing. <laughs> I'm sure it was for a lot of people, and it was, you know, I agree, and, you know, it just makes me feel like, oh, Lucasfilm really needs to get their stuff together, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, like, with Star Wars, like, come on. I I don't know what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. and granted, I know that they don't have as much coming up. No, I know Star Wars is different from Marvel, but still, there could have been more. There could have been, there could have been something, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Marvel showed off a ton of stuff, and they're also, I mean, they should also be part of this D23 coming up, you know? So, like, yeah. if you want to make that distinction that, you know, that that Star Wars is maybe holding off, but then, you know, Marvel kind of does the opposite. Like, like where's, there's no um, synergy there, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like everything's poured into this bucket, and then nothing is in this bucket right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you also have to, you know, we I mentioned this before, but then you have to factor in the whole Patty Jenkins thing. You're, you're right. I mean, that was supposed to be right. their next the- theatrical release. Yeah, now it's delayed and by a year. It, it's uh, indefinite. They, they just oh, don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I imagine that like, it's not canceled. They said it's like uh-huh. shelved. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's kind of frustrating right <laughs> yeah and then it is i mean i still think it reflects poor leadership and you've got kevin feige we don't have kevin feige on the star wars team you know he he's got he's got a, you know he knows what he's doing and i'm sorry but 
Kathleen Kennedy just isn't Kevin Feige. Doesn't it seem that to, way. Yeah. And, and, and I'll say, like, she has done a lot of good for the brand. Sure. Um, but then stuff like this happens, and it's, I just, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't know what to say on that one. Let's shift gears. <laughs> let's shift gears to the positive. Let's, yeah, let's shift let's gears to Marvel, um, which, as always, Marvel just keeps delivering. Yeah. And, I mean, you mentioned X-Men 97. What else kind of stood out to you? Because there's so many things that came out of Marvel Friday, but what else stood out to you? Um, as far as only Marvel? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We got a bunch of those title cards, but we also got some new mm-hmm. footage and stuff too. Uh, yeah, you know there was some new footage for Hawkeye. There was new footage for uh, She-Hulk. We actually got a decent yeah. amount of footage for Moon Knight. Um, yeah, I liked what I saw of yeah. that of Moon Knight. I'm a big Oscar Isaac fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I liked what I saw there. Uh, you know, so for for theoretically as little it, it, and there really wasn't any dates attached to any of this either, you know? So for like as mm-hmm. little as we got, <laughs> there was still stuff to bite into there. And I, I appreciate that. Like the whole X-Men thing that was always, all, all you saw was a meme <laughs> and, and, yeah. and you know, for everything else, you, as far as dates go, you were lucky to get like even a season like fall 2022. Um, so it's like, you don't really have anything firm and you don't have a ton of new stuff. Like we're talking about, what, like, less than a minute of new footage, for sure. Mm-hmm. But there was still stuff that they could show, you know what I mean? And that was exciting. That was cool to, you know, watch closely. And, you know, you see all the stuff that's playing back and forth, uh, the, you know, the re- the cuts of stuff that we've already seen. And then you see this other new stuff sprinkled in. So that, that stuff's fun to look for. The Agatha Harkness show is very interesting. I, I like the name mm-hmm. uh, House of mm-hmm. Heart. Uh, House of Har- was it House of Harkness? Yeah, yeah. House of Harkness. Yeah. Um, so, you know that was cool that we got a firm title on, on that show. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, Marvel had a lot of fun stuff, and like I said, X Men was by far my number one. But um, but the rest of it was still fun to to look at, and, and it's just for a while it, it felt like it was like it just kept coming and coming because I was kind of following this live on Twitter as it was happening. Yeah. And it was, there was a lot. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Yeah. And um, for me, I, I just really loved the Disney plus presentation, that, that 15 minute thing. And, and it kind of mm-hmm. showed what, what has been on Disney plus already for Marvel, yep. like what's coming soon, what's coming down the road. Again, um, that's something, something Lucasfilm could have done. Yeah. You know, it, it, they, I hate to yeah, bring it back to that, but like that's something they could have done. Right. It was just a nice presentation knowing mm-hmm. like, okay, what's come before, what's coming soon, what's coming in the future. You just, mm-hmm. you, you see all these titles and get some looks at th- some things. I, I really w- thought the look we got at um, Samuel L. Jackson, I think yeah, yeah, in, another one. as uh, Nick Fury and Se- mm-hmm. Secret Invasion yep, yep. Um, looked cool. And I'm, I'm excited about I Am Groot personally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no we didn't, I, I don't. Remember if we mentioned this, but new Spider-Man cartoon, uh, the freshman yeah, year cartoon. Freshman year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think Marvel just did a, a tremendous job. Um, yeah, for sure. And and you know Disney and Pixar did a good job. Actually, um, mm-hmm. there was stuff from Nat Geo that I was interested in. There's a, uh, the Will Smith show. There's the America the Beautiful. Um, 
And there's that type of stuff that was interesting too. Like I made it, I made the joke to someone that I was, I was kind of more excited for Nat Geo than I was for Lucasfilm after that. You know? Yeah. But yeah. like every, it seems like, it seems like every branch with the exception of Lucasfilm had a lot of fun stuff that I'm pretty excited about, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Now, um, any final thoughts on Disney plus day before we move forward? No, I mean, overall, you know, regardless of how I felt about Lucasfilm, um, I thought it was a great day. I thought it was, there's a, you know, like I just said, there's a lot to look forward to. Overall, it was extremely exciting, and uh, I thought they did a great job. Um, I, if they do this again, I would hope that they do something live, uh, you know, kind of more like, ha- like have those videos on Disney Plus, but then maybe kind of do them in a live thing also on YouTube or Twitch or whatever they want to use. Um, yeah. It, it, I, I think Twitter threads are so cumbersome. I hate having to sift through Twitter threads, uh, but I'm with you. I'd rather have some kind of YouTube video or something yeah, like that to yeah. look at. And, and, yeah. and I mean, it gives them something to put on Disney plus too, you know, the whole presentation mm-hmm. type thing. Um, so I would just hope that if they do this thing again, that maybe they don't do the Twitter thread thing. But uh, but other than that, I thought it was an awesome day. Um, so thinking about Disney Plus Day, our, we're going to talk about our one question to rule them all for this week. So our one question to rule them all this week is what was the highlight of Disney Plus Day? Um, Was it the new content that we got on Disney Plus Day, you know, like Jungle Cruise and Shang-Chi and all that content? Was it um, Marvel? Was it Lucasfilm? Was it um, Disney's? I'm going to just put Disney slash Pixar here um, for our final option. So, so Adam, what do you think won Disney Plus Day? Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, because of their presentation and everything that came of, uh, of that, I, I would I would lean the same way. I I almost want to say the new content that came out on the day, though, because you know we got Jungle Cruise and Shang Chi both in the same day. You got you got some new, um, you know, shorts and you got Olaf presents and 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 some cool stuff there. But I can um, see that. Yeah, I'm kind of torn between the new content that we got and the in marvel presentation but we want to know what you guys think the only thing that keeps me from saying you know the new content is that most of it wasn't new content (laughs) um yeah you know uh, there was some originals sprinkled in there um they were the the originals that were there i wasn't uh, with the exception of chow alberto um i wasn't Mm -hmm. thrilled by home sweet home alone was pretty bad the simpsons plus anniversary was kind of cringy um yeah you know, and then a lot of the rest of the stuff is is old stuff that's finally on Disney Plus. You know, Enchanted and some of the shorts that they mm-hmm. put on. Um, you know, and I've seen, you know, regardless of how great Chang Chi is, and uh, you know, I, I also enjoyed uh, Jungle Cruise. Um, you know, I've mm-hmm. seen those before, so I right. I haven't actually watched them again yet. So that's the only thing that keeps me from saying the the content is uh, is that. 
Fair enough. But, you know, we also want to know what our listeners think. We want to know what you guys have to say about this. So this will be our weekly poll question as well. Um, and moving on from Disney Plus Day, we, we talked a lot about Marvel and, and Marvel has been just a dominant force and so successful. But um, did they take a misstep with Eternals? Um, so let's let's take a look as we review that film. Yes, they took a misstep with Eternals. Yes. Um, that's that wraps up, um, uh, that wraps up our review. <laughs> um, but seriously, so Eternals, I believe, is the only Marvel film that has a rotten critic score, um, as far as I know. Take that for what it's worth. But it, it's 47% on but Rotten also, Tomatoes. And on the cinema score, it was a B, which puts it pretty mm-hmm. low as well. And the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is 80%. I don't know. Those 80% probably saw a different movie than I did. <laughs> I don't know. But um... <laughs> I, 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 um, I want to talk about that a little bit because I actually went into this movie with really high hopes. You know, I don't often, mm-hmm. um, I don't often agree with critic scores. And, you know, seeing a really low critic score and a pretty respectable audience score, I was like, okay, I'm probably going to like this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I actually w- didn't go into it looking at the critic score, expecting to hate this movie. I actually was thinking I was going to enjoy this, um, but that's not how it ended up for me. Yeah. So, um, what were your kind of overall thoughts? <sighs> the main thought that I had was I was just bored. Mm-hmm. The characters, I don't. <laughs> It's hard for me to say that there were too many new characters, um, but there was just nothing that I really latched on to in any of them, though. I mean, they all had their unique aspects, which I all, which I actually enjoyed that about it. Mm-hmm. Um, are we doing, are we doing spoilers or no? Yeah. Spoilers. Okay. So here comes a spoiler. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the only character I felt like I, I like I really really latched on to was Gilgamesh, mm-hmm. and then even when I needed to care about Gilgamesh the most, <laughs> um, it just kind of happened and it didn't really do anything for me. You know what I mean? Um, I don't even remember who Gilgamesh was. Like I, it felt Gilgamesh like Gilgamesh was, was... was the one that was with um, uh, Athena. Uh, and he ended up getting soul sucked or or whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Like I felt like there were he just was so like many. Athena's helper, a caregiver, or whatever, and uh, ended up dying. Yeah. I mean, so there were. This was you know an ensemble cast, yeah. and and for me there were almost too many characters and too many weird names for me to keep track of, and 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 then on top of that, you know, you had the the uh, celestials and um, keeping track of that. And yeah, you know, for me, it was just kind of mind numbing. I, I, I enjoyed this. I, I liked the celestials. Like I, I, I liked that the, they were introduced. I feel like that's going to become very important. Uh, that might even be like a Thanos level important here pretty soon. Um, so I, I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. 
like I said, I, I, I liked Gilgamesh. Um, I actually did enjoy some Athena's, um, you know, struggles. It came off as almost like a mental health struggle, which I thought was was pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Um, but like getting to getting to too many characters, then um, and we talked about this when we first got out of the theater. I felt like there was plenty of times where I totally forgot that someone existed. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> the most obvious was like you Kit forgot Harrington. about Kit. Kit like, Harrington's character, yeah. Like he he's in there at the beginning for a few minutes and then you just don't hear from him again until yeah. you know a, a cell phone call and I'm like, "Oh, I, t- I totally <laughs> forgot he was an element here." And like that was a problem for me, you know. That's hard mm-hmm. that's hard to brush aside that you know, I feel like he's going to you know, especially with some of the after credit scenes, he's going to be back and he might be pretty important and that was a pretty underwhelming introduction for him. Yeah, so character I agree with you on the characters. Like I didn't find a whole lot of characters that I cared about or really identified with. I mean, uh, Fastos I thought was was a cool character. Like I, I enjoyed yeah. his the humor and everything. And, I agree. Um enjoyed that character. Um you know, I'm a fan of uh Rob, uh, I, I want to call him Rob Stark from Lord or Game of Thrones. Uh, Richard Madden, um, you know, I, I I like him. I think he did a nice job and as Icarus. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm trying to make sure I get all these names straight. But but what I felt like, like at least the first half of the movie, like I was sitting there, and, and number one, as as a movie watcher and not a comic reader, it really messed with my head canon quite a bit with the the whole celestial thing and then like how planets were formed and stuff like this and i was like whoa whoa what 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 is this like some giant robot that gets birthed from a planet i'm like what the heck is going on here i'm like this this, has this been going on the whole time and i didn't know it um and and so i felt like whoa this is I, i felt like this is just messing up my whole Marvel canon, and they need to remove this film from from canon <laughs> for me. Oh, this is um, Last Jedi level stuff for you. <laughs> it, it was. If I felt that's how I felt like the first time I watched Last Jedi. Maybe I just need to watch it again. I don't know, but maybe. Um, maybe I mean, honestly, that, that that's a fair point. Maybe we maybe we need to sit down and and watch it again. Yeah, um, but uh, I do I'm not going to pay to like, watch it the, again. I'll wait till it comes to Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, wait wait for Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, but the first half of the movie, I really just wanted to go home. Like, I, I did not want to keep watching this movie. I was, I'm with you. I was ready to leave. The second half, for me, did get a bit more interesting. You know, once I saw the bigger picture kind of coming together and, and, and where it was going, uh, I enjoyed it a bit more. But, but I still didn't really like it all that much. So those are my kind of overall thoughts about. i'm with you um i also got to mention the humor because didn't i feel land. i feel like most of it didn't land and you know yeah there was just like silence in, in the audience that's what yeah that's what i was gonna theater. say it wasn't like an empty theater it was you know mm-hmm. it wasn't full it wasn't empty it was kind of midway but like i uh, percentage wise maybe 20 percent of the jokes landed you know maybe 
Um, and one of the jokes I laughed about was actually in the trailer, and I still laughed about it. It was, it was when like Icarus says, "What's this table made of? Like vibranium?" and he, he smashes yeah, it. Yeah. And it it's, I, that was that, probably that the best was, reaction. Yeah, like that was funny. Um, but I had already seen it in the trailer, <laughs> it, it, and there was so much that, like the way it was written, like you knew it was supposed to be a joke, and it just didn't land. It it was right. not. It, it didn't work. It was not funny. Yeah. Um, and so like the, there's almost this thing where it tries to be so serious and it, you know, and you know, so uh, important and mm-hmm. then it tries to be funny and it doesn't work and it just throws everything out of balance for me. Yeah. And another issue I had is with sometimes I enjoy nonlinear storytelling. Um, you know, when it, a story can weave the past and the present mm. t- together in a, in a seamless way. Like I felt like Shang-Chi is a film that does that very well. Um, it's still an easy film to follow. Uh, first, second, third act are very clear. And, you know, you could, the flashbacks, they fit and they, and they make sense. With this film, I f- it felt like a mess to me. It felt like, you know, we were going here, there, and it, and it wasn't, it wasn't a good use of nonlinear storytelling. And I felt like there wasn't a clear first, second and third act. It, it, it just felt like it was just kind of all over the place to me, at least. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know that, I don't know that it took me out of the story nearly as bad as it did you, mm-hmm. but I noticed it. Like I, I noticed where the momentum was almost killed a few times because, you know, things were happening and then, you know, now we're back in Mesopotamia or whatever. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I did notice that. I, 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 but I, here's what I want to do here. I, I want to do say uh, some of the things that I did enjoy. Um, yeah, we've 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 shared the things that didn't work. Yeah, for us, well, but... we've been pretty hard on it so far. But I mean, mm-hmm. there are some things I enjoyed. Um, I, I, I think the cast was really good i um mm-hmm. i enjoyed angelina jolie uh i enjoyed uh it, you know you already mentioned some of the um the game of thrones uh, i'm blanking on his name richard madden there you go. and okay. um kit harrington there you go um kit harrington's stuff was interesting especially getting towards the end mm-hmm. knowing that that's you know probably a black knight introduction and it's very very intriguing and i'm really interested to see where his stuff goes after this uh, and int- i'm vaguely familiar with eros and and pip but we got their introduction in a post credit scene uh you know, i know we're talking about good things but pip's like it's cgi, CGI was, rough. was terrible <laughs> it was really it was bad. atrocious <laughs> i agree like what was I that agree. the introduction of the characters was good um, mm-hmm. that was, that was a character that didn't need to be CGI. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ended up being CGI. Um, but, uh, you know, back to the cast, I, I, I really did. I really did enjoy the cast and I, I and I think, yeah, I like, I like I think the that, cast. I just, I think that their performances think- were all good. Uh, you know, I don't mm-hmm. have any complaints about that. Um, it's just, that, it's just that the story around them just didn't hold up, but and I felt like we didn't get to spend enough time with any one of them to really formulate. Yeah, that's fair. You know, yeah, um, we obviously got a lot of time with Icarus and Cersei. Uh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, even Athena. Um, but like, uh, I don't know. Um, 
I, I feel like some of them we left for so long before, like Druig and uh, Makari. I feel like some of those we left for so long that it was so hard to get invested in them again when they came back into the story. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but I did enjoy that. Uh, I already mentioned uh, the Celestials. I actually did enjoy that part of it. Um, the whole story around them, I agree, was pretty convoluted. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I, but I, I do enjoy that they're there. I, like I said, I think that's going to be pretty important. You know, getting into Fantastic Four and, and things of that nature. I, I think that that's going to be, you know, pretty important for those characters. Uh, with like Galactus and all that good stuff. Uh. So I feel like that's coming. Okay. Uh, I feel like that's mm-hmm. set into motion. So that's a pretty major thing for me. And I do like seeing that. And I'm trying to even think of the soundtrack, but it's hard for me to even remember. <laughs> yeah. You know, it didn't, didn't really it didn't stick and notice it, it. you know, that's, that's a problem too. Like it, it didn't, it didn't stick out for me, I guess. So I, that's, mm-hmm. that's a bit of a problem. Um, uh, we, Get back to the Clifford thing since we mentioned that before. I came out. It, we we talked after the we saw it, and it's like I I saw Clifford with my family this weekend, and I liked it better. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it, Eternals was just it was really rough. It was really rough. Yeah, I will say some of the things I liked about Eternals. Um, you know, I liked the second half more than the first. I liked the concept of the Eternals, and they all have like the same source of power, but they all have unique abilities within that same source of power. I thought that was a cool concept, and I really enjoyed some of the action and some of the visuals and thought there was some cool stuff in there, for sure. So, you know, I I liked those elements of it. It was just, you know, there was a lot to get past. Yeah, uh, I would agree. And... (laughs) I I, I kind of like the concept of them too. I you know, I, I like the whole thing that they've been around for millennia and doing this over mm-hmm. and over again. They don't remember it, but then, you know, Athena, it's kind of pushing through, you know, and yeah, it's causing her some some issues. Like I that that stuff I I thought was was interesting. Even the stuff with like Ajax and you know, Ajax and Icarus. Like I just I had a hard time caring about any of it, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, if do you want to talk about any of the post credit stuff? I mean, you did talk yeah, about yeah. I mean, I mentioned the Eros already. The, yeah, yeah, I didn't really have any idea what the heck was going on in the post credit scenes because I'm again not a, a non comic reader. So um, I'm 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 familiar with them at a passing, and so I don't know yeah much yeah. about you know what those characters mean. I, I know a little bit about Black Knight, uh, which seems, you know, that was the second one with Kit Harrington. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of that stuff seems interesting. Yeah, this is a tough one for me because, you know, I've, I've liked all the Marvel stuff for the most part. Um, loved a lot of it. And this one just didn't quite work for me for whatever, a number of reasons. And, you know, um, could be ignorance uh, in one aspect, just because, you know, I'm not familiar. Well, with the I'll, I'll, stuff. here's what I'll say to that. Um, if that's the problem, then they made that movie wrong, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You yeah. shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to have that type of background knowledge. 
Right. That's a good point. Enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. Good point. And yeah, so it was just tough. And normally I'm not this harsh of a critic. Normally I can find a lot of things about a movie that I really like and and, and this one I I'm going to I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to give it another chance. And and for anybody that might be listening to it that loved this movie, like I'm happy for you. I think that's that's great and I I'd love to hear your reasons why and everything. Um for me it just didn't work for those reasons I mentioned. Um Adam, if if you had to give it a score, what would it be? Uh, I'm going to be really low on this. Okay. It, it's got to be like a five. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the same. Oh, really? Um, it, okay. it would be, it, it would, yeah, it would be a five out of ten for me. It, it, at least, you know, the first viewing. So, like, I was sitting here trying know. to think if I, if I could bump it up to a six because of the things that I liked, but man, I was just, it's just like looking back on it, how I felt in that theater, that was raw. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I didn't want to, sit there anymore you know i was getting yeah. so i was getting so <laughs> yeah, antsy nor- and right right normally i don't feel that way in a movie theater yeah you know? so yeah, and especially when i compare it with other films that i've seen recently you know like no time to die and and shang chi and you know what the interesting um, thing about that you know, with no time to die is like i like i saw no time to die and that three hours felt like two and oh, i yeah. saw this and it felt like three <laughs> uh-huh yeah, and I, I think, um, man, and we saw, we you know, I saw Dune 2 recently, which, you know, it could be a little bit of a drag, was well done mm-hmm. in terms of the book adaptation and everything, and I enjoyed that. Um, but I I want to say my favorite film I've seen so far, at least the, this summer slash fall, might be No Time to Die, actually. I, I think that is, I, I just felt like it was such a, such a good film, and... So I have a feeling that well, might change well for you in about a week. Yeah, I'm hoping, you know, my, I'm very, very excited about <laughs> um, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I, you know, I think. Oh, As well, we'll you see. should be. But, but hey, um, that wraps it up for our review of The Eternals. Well, we're sorry that we didn't like it that much, but we hope I'm not. you did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I... Eh. Yeah, I, I hope other I hope other people liked it, and eighty you know, mm-hmm. percent of audiences, according to Rotten Tomatoes, enjoyed I know. it. So, and I know I've I've talked to people that really liked it, and in, in mm-hmm. you know on the on the internet and Discord and stuff like that, and, and that's awesome. Um, yeah, but I mean, sure. I, I don't want to sit here and try to f- find things to say, <laughs> you know, where I can put that much of a positive spin on it because I just don't have it, and I feel like I'd be lying if I said it. You know. No, I, I think I think we have to be always honest with our opinions about things, even yeah. if they differ from somebody else's. And that that's always been the point of our podcast that everybody has a point of view, and every point of view matters. Um, so if you have a different point of view from us, that's cool, and, and we're not like here to put down your point of view at all. Right. And Just I feel like there's ours. yeah, I agree. And I feel like there's a way. Like, like you, you can have a negative opinion about something without mm-hmm. being negative, you know. And I, I hope yeah. that we were able to do that today. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think, I think, I, I probably bashed it a little too hard here and there. But like, you know, there's still things that, that I did like about this movie. It's just that there's a ton of things that just didn't work, and you know, that's that's all it is. And hasn't changed my excitement for Marvel or anything like that. You know, I've seen people say that, you know, this whole new phase is just not working and like, and I disagree. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. 
really loved Shang-Chi. I had a blast at Black Widow. Uh, the TV series have been great. This hasn't changed my excitement mm-hmm. level for Marvel in any way. No, no. And it was just a, for me, like, just a little bump in the road, something that I didn't enjoy, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. It, maybe it was just too high of a concept for just this one movie. You know, maybe maybe this, you know, maybe this is a bigger story that could have been told some way, somehow different. You know, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's just for me, a lot of this movie didn't work, and so it, it it's uh it's pretty low on my Marvel scale. In fact, it's at the moment it's probably dead last. Yeah, and but you know, I always like to. I never know exactly how I feel about a movie until I've seen it a second time, and I'm always willing to give movies that second chance. So when it comes to Disney Plus, I'll actually look forward to watching it again to see if my opinion changes at all. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. Thank you for tuning in to episode 104. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I feel like this is probably the most negative I've been in two years of podcasting <laughs> yeah, on yeah, this been, show. Sorry about um, the downer of an episode today, <laughs> folks. <laughs> we're normally not like this, I swear. If this is your first time listening... You know, go to a different show or just wait for the next one. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we had to just get this one out of the way and we'll get back to some fun <laughs> stuff here. here. Yeah. Um, but By the uh, way, speaking of that, I think we yeah. need to do like a Ghostbusters show. Like, I mean, Let's do a Ghostbusters show next week. Of course, we're going to review Afterlife, but I think we need to look at the whole franchise. All right. Let's do it. Let's uh, yeah. let's start uh, start next week and then we'll... Mm-hmm. We'll talk about this off air after that. So we're planning new shows right <laughs> Welcome now. Welcome to people. the meeting, everyone. <laughs> uh, remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you're on one like Apple Podcasts, let's leave a review. Please do that. It helps us get out to more people. Uh, we are continuing our watch parties in Discord. And if you are not a member of our Discord server, uh, why not? It's free. It's fun. There's a great community there. In November, we are uh, doing a... Th- 30-day uh, thankful challenge where every day we're coming up with uh, you know something new that we're thankful for, and that's been a blast. Yeah, I feel like we're really lucky in the community that has grown up around Discord, and uh, if you're not part of that, you absolutely should be. So check out um, our website and, or our show notes to get the link to join Discord. It's free, it's fun, and I think, I, I think you'll really enjoy it there and getting to know um, everyone who's involved in that community as well. That website that I mentioned is facpovpodcast.wordpress.com. There you'll find all of our show notes. Uh, you'll find some old blog articles that we've written, you know, things of that nature. You'll also find ways that you can contact us, uh, including at Instagram, uh, which is uh, certain POV Pod. Uh, Twitter is also at certain POV Pod. Our Facebook page is from a certain point of view. Our email address is certain POV Pod at gmail.com. And uh, you can leave us a voicemail as well at 724-901-1783. I feel like we need some really positive looks at uh, The Eternals. So if you saw The Eternals and you loved it, I want a voicemail from you so that we can play it on next week's show. And we can uh, you know, bring the excitement level up for Eternals Agreed. a little Challenge bit. us. Challenge our Tell us why we are wrong on everything that we said and why The Eternals is the best movie that you've seen. <laughs> this year and we will absolutely play that on next week's show might even put it front and center (laughs) um but yeah send us a voicemail you can do that by dialing 724-901-1783 
724-901-1783. Once again, 724-901-1783. Remember, we are part of the Red 5 Network, which is now 30 shows strong, which is awesome. Uh, There is something for everyone there, you know, gaming, uh, including video games and tabletop games. Uh, There's comics nerds, there's book nerds, movie nerds. Star Wars nerds, Marvel nerds, there's everything on the Red 5 Network, so check out red5network.com or on Twitter at red5network for all of that great stuff. You can find me on the internet at thegauz 85 on Twitter, also on my Disney blog, which is earsgoneby.blog, and Josh, where can they find you? You can find me, as always, on Twitter at JediJarJar1722, and... Episode 104 is now in the books. Thank you so much for joining us, and until next time, everything we said today was true. From a certain point of view.